Mike one, Mike two, Sherry, thank you all for joining me. And we'll throw the first one at Sherry. Uh, Sherry, you. Okay. you have to keep it a secret that you were coming back for another season because we only got to see it last week, but it's your life. Oh, how long have we had to keep it secret? Um, first of all, I'm terrible at secrets. I True. I get really excited. I'm also the worst liar in the world. And I think that's the worst part is because someone will ask me and I'll just kind of smile and run away. Um, so. That being said, I also don't want to get in trouble. So I just kind of look down, don't really answer, give vague answers whenever possible and hope for the best. So how yeah. long? Um, I'm not even sure. Do you guys know how long we kept it a secret? I mean, we, geez, when did we start filming? Whenever, whenever we started, actually a little bit before that, that's how long we've kept it a secret. It's been, a, yeah. it's been long enough. <clears throat> Do you agree with that, Mike Sr.? It has been a long uh, season, I got to tell you that much, because a lot of the jobs that we've done were big, horrible, and uh, extensive construction to help save these families. So it's been longer than we wanted. Right. So we, as the television viewer, just see an episode and everything is resolved and that's great. But are you concurrently working on all these different renovations at the same time like I think you are? What we're doing is we do two at a time. Each job, we do our damnedest to make it within 10 weeks. So two at a time, and then the next two come in. It makes for a very uh, hard schedule, to be honest with you, especially if two of the jobs are massive. Then we're bringing in everyone we know from electricians, architects, engineers, right down to painters, and, and making it right again. But it's 10 weeks. It's almost impossible for some of the jobs that we do. We never cut corners. We make sure it's done properly. And there has been some really good reveals this season. Yeah, and yeah. oftentimes on the show too, it's like, okay, well, because we don't cut corners, it looks like we're not making 10 weeks. Yeah, they are big jobs, but yeah, you are correct. We normally do more than one job at a time. Um, generally it's two, sometimes it's three. So that means it's a lot of bouncing around for us, but um, that's, the way the cookie crumbles when we got to get our jobs done on time. So we usually are just uh, taking on multiples at a time. So this is a compliment. It's going to wind up a compliment. <laughs> uh, These are the best types. <laughs> most of the contractors I know are not personable, trustworthy. We can, you know, give or take, but we like the Holmes family. So who was it that was the impetus that basically went, we could be okay for TV? Well, oh, it's, well, that was... funny. it's funny how this first started. We are talking 22 years ago that this started and it was all an accident. I'm a contractor and I have been since I was 19 running a large company with 13 employees. And one day I met this guy at HGTV and he was a big executive producer, wanted me to build him a custom home and make a very long story short. I ended up sitting in his office and literally giving him a bit of crap because he was telling me what to do over me telling him what to do for his home. And right away I said, this reminds me of the shows on your channel. I can tell there's no permits. This is wrong. This is wrong. You need a show like this. And oddly enough, it ended up happening. And we are now 22 years still doing it. Right. Um, now I, I think a lot of that, pardon me for cutting in, and I'm sorry that I'm braiding my hair as we're having a conversation. Um, I was going to say, Sherry, you know this video, right? Yeah, well, my hair is wet because I have poor time management, so I'm just trying not to look like a, a rat. <laughs> um, 
I think a lot of that is, and thank you for calling us personable. I think that's awesome. But a lot of this, that is a stereotype against a lot of contractors and, and, and things. So they don't think everyone is standoffish or mean or, or whatever. I think it is that they have some kind of stereotype and, and there are a lot of bad things that can be said about them. And so I'd like to believe the best in everybody. And I think some contractors can be great. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, a, a different Mike Jr., a different sort of question here. When you grow up with your parents working in a certain field, mm -hmm. usually you're drawn to go, I'm going to do the exact opposite. Like if your dad was in the Beatles, you'd probably go, ah, yeah, music's not cool. I, I want to yeah. play basketball. What was it that brought you around that went, I want to follow in the family footsteps? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, first of all, I mean, my dad is kind of like the Paul McCartney of, of HGTV, you know what I mean? He's the OG. But uh, that's what it was when I was younger. I wanted to get into firefighting. I wanted to do, I think, anything but. Like, I, I loved my dad. We grew up seeing him every second weekend uh, after my parents split up. So it was like, I always wanted to spend more time with him. But I think it was in grade nine, my dad said to me, Mike, how would you like to make some money this summer? You know, you're going to work really hard. You're going to make good money. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get to spend more time with my dad. And, I, you know, I get to work, make money like any young kid's going to want to do. And it was after doing that that I was like, oh, I love this. I love working with my hands. Like, I love being able to start a project at the beginning of the day and then watch it progress as the day goes on. You're like, you really, for me, I can't sit still. I like to do stuff. I like to be physical. And it was the perfect mix of like spending time with dad and being physical and learning a craft, learning a trade. Well said. Now, Sherry, same question at you here, because, you know, not everybody goes, hey, uh, a photogenic person with charisma, you should be a contractor. <laughs> what was it that led you into this? Um I actually had no interest in uh, the trades. I never wanted to be a contractor. I never wanted to work with my father. Um, and I know that sounds very negative and I don't mean it in that sense, but right. I just, it's what he did. So I just was like, that's not for me. I want nothing to do with it. Michael started younger than I did. And um, I just kind of, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was in high school and everyone had decided on careers and we're moving on. And I just wanted to make money and travel the world. So I worked multiple jobs and I traveled the world and I was really irresponsible and I needed to have some career at some point in my life. And my dad kept uh, chasing me to join the construction crew. And again, long story short, um, I finally agreed because he did bribe me a little bit. Um, it was when we started homes in New Orleans. He's like, listen, you like to travel, right? I said, yeah. Well, you've never been to New Orleans. I'm like, no, I haven't. Not yet. Well, how about you come with us to New Orleans and you get to save this wonderful woman named Gloria, her entire house has gone. She's missing all of her belongings. She has like eight grandchildren. They have nowhere to live. Let's build her at home. And I couldn't really say no. And I have not left. I loved it. Um, I think part of my concern about joining construction is I didn't know everything. I failed measurement in school and it just <laughs> takes a lot of time. I, I did. I'm not good with numbers. And I'll be the first one to tell you that my dad will probably tell you more because he, he loves to bug me about it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's all a learning curve. And I think I, I'm super happy to be where I am and um, I wouldn't be here without you, Big Mike. <laughs> um, but my brother was actually the one who taught me how to read a measuring tape on site, hiding from other construction workers because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Big Mike, is that your recollection of everything in terms of how your your 
your offspring wound up in the family trade or is there a step or two missing there that you remember and they don't? <laughs> well, it is actually exactly how it happened. But what they, the, what they don't realize is they were not in front of the camera all the time. So they were working no. with me and little, I would do little scenes with them because if I'm teaching them, it would help other people learn. And then there was probably, holy cow, maybe 10 years ago, eight years ago, I said to both Michael and Sherry, man, you guys are good in front of the camera. Would you like your own show? And I knew for them what it was going to uh, do to them because the, what the world changed for me. And it ended up making me even busier because then I had to keep filming television shows, highlight Michael and Sherry in it. And I thought eventually I'd be, you know, retired by now, but they just, they won't let me go. So oh, I you'll never retire. This. Yeah, <laughs> I have to keep doing this until at least they have their own show. Well said. So at the beginning of the interview, you mentioned that this was a very difficult season. When you finish a very difficult season, and I'm not saying when does the next one premiere, I'm just curious, when you finish a difficult season, do you go, we're thinking of doing another one? You know, it's funny, for the last 22 years, it has been 12 months of the year nonstop filming. And uh, I think that we always talk about that. Are we going to take a break? Are we going to do something? But it ends up being right to the last day of filming. It's airing now on television. You get the last show. Uh, boom, right into the next season. So it just coincidentally keeps going nonstop. Yeah, well, yeah it just, it just keeps rolling homes? into something else. Sorry, Michael. I would say you always say homes, but it's like Hotel California. Yeah. Back out any time, but you never leave. You never well, leave. That's right. I don't think the average person realizes that you have the rush of actually filming it and doing the work, which then is later followed by the media tour. Then ultimately being industrious people like yourselves, then there's going to be the partnerships with the retail and you have to go on tour for those as well. So it really is a 12 month of the year thing with no off season. Do you have a coordinated vacation or break time? <laughs> Me personally, no. Um, if I don't book a vacation six months minimum ahead, it's not going to happen. Uh, we try for Michael and Sherry to get their breaks. They, they're they smarter than I am, and they put their couple weeks in here and a couple weeks in there. Uh, this what? Year, I, I want a couple say, weeks. Where was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, come on. You're in. I know you're going to Chicago, and I know you're going... I'm going uh, to Chicago else. for a weekend yeah, <laughs> when are, I don't are you, work. Are, are, yeah, but are you also going to Italy? I'm going to Italy. I'm not going to Italy. I, know you I wish are. I was yeah, going yeah. to Italy. Yeah. I'm doing, uh, hey, it's my, it's my sister-in-law's and my, my brother. It's their wedding. And I got a baby girl now. We're, it's a family trip to Italy. We got to take our time. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad that there are some planned breaks happening. And the, the last question I have for all three of you has nothing to do with Holmes Family Rescue and the oh. office that you're working on. It's, it's a fun slash stupid question, I think. I love those. Because music has come up a few times. We'll start mm. it with Sherry first. What is the okay. last concert that you went to? Oh, the last concert I was at, it was called um, Summer Nights Tour. And it was TLC, Shaggy, yeah. Sean Kingston, and, uh, and, Vogue. and Vogue. Yeah, and it was actually really good. I'm, I actually go to a lot, a lot of concerts. I have another one I'm going to in July, and I'm going to see Morgan Wallen in September. Like, I, I love music, so. so. Can we say on the record that En Vogue blew the other artists off the stage? Holy, <laughs> yes, can we? 
they looked amazing, first of all. Their dance moves, their, they were fabulous. I could not believe it. Could yeah. not believe it. I would see them again in a heartbeat. Now, yeah. Mike Jr., last concert. It's been a while since I've been to a concert. I'm trying to think. The last one that I can think of is my wife and I, we were in Europe. And when we were there, we thought we saw Eminem was touring. And we're like, you know what, we're, we, once in our life, we want to see Eminem in concert. And we ended up seeing Eminem in Milan. So it was like, it was, yeah, it was incredible. But I think yeah, that was epic. a couple of years back. That is incredible. I, I didn't know Eminem was still performing live, to be honest. So, wow. I mean, I, to be fair, it was like 2019. <laughs> <laughs> That's within the last five years. That's fair. Yeah. Now, for the Paul McCartney of the family, <laughs> we've established you're busy but have you been to a concert in the last five years no not the last five years but i'm going to say somewhere around eight years ago it was either prince or it was elton john and both of them were mm. actually exceptions oh i think i saw prince with you you did you did yeah wow. i took you to blue rodeo one time too that's oh, correct blue for rodeo. my birthday yeah, yeah wow. your birthday. that was fun uh, country Canadian royalty right there. Well, hey, yeah. thank you all for your time. Thank you for the years of great entertainment on television. Thank you for actually making a difference and helping people's lives with your projects. Really mm -hmm. looking forward to what's coming next from the Holmes clan. Thank you oh, so, so much, sweet. Darren. Thank you. Hi, Darren. How are you? I'm Naturi. Oh. Thank you for taking the time. Well, Notary, you're one of those people that when you come to interview the person, you go, what do I ask about? Because I know about you from Power. Yes. I was a fan of 3LW because I watched TRL and all that growing uh, up. Oh, wow. So you grew up on TRL too. Yeah. I will. Didn't you we all? I feel like we all like loved TRL back in the day. Exactly. And this new BT Plus film that you are part of. So at this point in time, are you an a singer that became an actress, an actress and a singer. How do you think of yourself right now? Um, I, I have always said I'm a multi-hyphenate singer and actress. Even when I was a young girl, I, I kind of knew that I would be an actress as well. Mm -hmm. But as far as the opportunity of what started my career, definitely singing. So music has been you know, my first love and it definitely helped me to transition into acting. So I, I guess, you know, I'm a singer that most people may have known from 3LW um, and, you know, may have seen me on Broadway and Hairspray, maybe. And then I transitioned into acting roles and that's brought me here. So singer turned actress, but in my heart, I've always been singer, actress, dancer, you know, writer. Um, I've, I've always wanted to be an artist. Got it. Well, congratulations on having a child just in the last, what, week? Uh, four weeks literally my baby's upstairs excuse me i'm gonna take a sip <laughs> yeah i i'm impressed that you're able to do press in the middle i'm like of so glad break. i'm able to do it i have i have a one month old officially today um he's four weeks and he is amazing and yeah i actually shot call her king pregnant um which no one knew uh i didn't even really know but i found out uh, yeah i was six weeks pregnant and i was busting it down so he came out the womb boom boom swinging when you're filming something pregnant the usual tricks are they put you behind the coffee table they have you wearing an over yeah like i was if you're showing for sure 
I mean, Kerry Washington mastered that in Scandal. The vase, like being behind a vase, a table, you know, sitting at a desk. It's, it's so funny. Um, I actually shot Power season four pregnant as well. And I was a little further along and we just did the costumes, you know, more of those flowy tops, peplum and things that you wouldn't even know. So people were like, wait a minute, what? Because I have a five-year-old daughter, Zuri, and -hmm. then my son, um, who was just born. When I was shooting this movie, Car King, I wasn't showing, so it was easy to hide, thankfully. This is a great cast in Call Her King. I've already spoken with Lance. I'm waiting to hear when I'm speaking with Johnny. Who did you know before working on this project? Was it a traditional casting or you knew a producer? Um, I did not know anyone. I met, I had a phone call with Wes. They offered me the part of Judge Jada King. Wes Miller, the director, we had a great call. But I actually did know Lance, Lance Gross, as a, you know, as an actor in the industry. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know Jason Mitchell, but I was a fan of his work. Oh, sorry. Um, hold on, let me make sure this. How do no I make problem. Sure? We'll edit that out. All good. Do not deserve. Okay. Uh, how do I make sure that? Okay, do not deserve. Um, so I think, uh, let me just text my brother that he doesn't call. No again. problem. Sorry. Oh, no sorries, Natari. No sorries. So um, Jason Mitchell, I didn't know. Um, and I didn't know Johnny, but I got to know them, you know, obviously Nick Turturro and, yeah. but the, it was really cool to work with Lance as well because we were friends and it was like, oh, we get a chance to share the screen together. And it was, it was a blast. Yeah. You're not the only multi-talented person in that cast because Lance is a carpenter. Did, did he ever talk to you about that? Well, I know he's a photographer. <laughs> paint like he he he's a carpenter too he well at least he can build furniture really i hope i'm not misquoting him on that but i was asking about about life outside of acting and he was talking about how he likes to do his own handiwork well that's amazing i did not know that but i did know that he was um i mean he takes amazing photos he's also a, a father of two i mean he's super awesome too so i'm like i'm glad that you know as actors a lot of people don't know we have all these other talents you know like me i'm a double dutch champion i used to jump double dutch rope when i was a kid and i still jump very well so that's my little skill (laughs) and i know that you grew up in a cool part of jersey and have the premiere or the red carpet later this week at the magic johnson which is probably four miles from where you grew up but it's separated by a bridge and you know yeah it's pretty cool it still takes about an hour to get there even though it's three (laughs) miles away but is that the first time you've done a premiere up in harlem uh this will be uh hmm yeah you yes actually i think so all my premieres have been in manhattan like well it's still manhattan but you know like the city uh lower or mid manhattan so i i don't think i've ever had a premiere in in harlem and the magic johnson theater i'm excited to be there um you know just to celebrate this moment call her king is a moment where you get to see a woman as a strong fierce action leading lady mm-hmm. and a black woman at that it's really refreshing because a lot of times 
you know, in these kind of films, it, it's often chosen that we have to make a male, you know, a man the lead. And to have a woman be this strong, you know, I did training, fight training, the karate, gun training, learning how to shoot different guns. I mean, it was intense. So I feel like this will be a great celebration and I'm excited to be in, in Harlem with, you know, the energy. And uh, that's actually where I met my husband in Harlem. So oh. I'm like, oh, we're going back to where we started. Now, I used to live in Harlem. Where in Harlem did you meet your husband? Corner Social? Right on like 126th Street, literally like in the center of Harlem. He used to live there and we, um, yeah, we met, we used to go out, you know, um, Melba's, you know, uh, we used oh, yeah. to go to Red Rooster and just like hanging out in Harlem with the good food and catfish fingers. And, oh, because I love soul food. So Harlem has such an energy and I'm excited to bring Car King to that energy. Got it. So what I'm picking up here is if you don't feel well during the premiere, it's that you snuck out to Sylvia's or Red Rooster or Corbis. Oh, yes. Sylvia's. Oh, I went I went to get me some some smothered chicken and some ribs or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, I'm excited just to be back, you know, in, up up uptown. It'll be fun. Of course. Well, this is a new movie to us. It's an old movie to you. Are you allowed to say what's next, where we can see next? Or do we have to wait to see what the trades say it's okay to announce? Uh, you mean, okay. So for me as an actress, you mean what's next or the movie? Yeah, because, you know, you could be lazy oh, at IMDb. And then you ask the people about the things that are on IMDb uh, yeah. and then they go, that's not true. I'm not in that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. IMDb is pretty accurate, though. They're very good about that. Um, I am working on being back on stage again. Let's just say I really miss, you know, musical theater. I don't a lot of people don't know. I spent three years on Broadway in the musical mm -hmm. Hairspray. Hairspray, so much fun. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm excited about some of the projects that are in development that I'm a part of right now. So I can't say anything specifically yet, but what I can say is in 2023, you may see me singing and on stage again and performing, which is a dream of mine because I, I do miss it. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to just being able to show all those talents that really started my career. So yeah. Right. As we talked about at the beginning, we first knew about you as a singer. Then I'm sure there's a lot of people who found you through Power who had no idea that you can sing. Oh, I know. And they're like, wait a minute, Tasha from Power is also the girl from 3LW who's also the girl who's in Hairspray. It's almost like I've lived th three or four different lives as an actress or as, a, as an artist. And I think that's what it's all about in a way. And even Call Her King, people are like, oh, cool. You know, to see me kicking butt and doing all the moves. And I, I, I just feel so great. And as a woman and just having a baby, I'm like, yes, sure. I'm strong. Um, and, and it is kind of cool to see all those points in my career because it's been a, I've been in this business for 23 years. Right. You are the, it's, it's incredible how much you've accomplished in those 20 plus years because no one could ever call you old. But the thing is, when you get into any field and you go, I've been doing this for over 20 years, you go, okay, old person. Uh, oh, I know. Doesn't it sound crazy? Because, I, But I started at like 14, 15. Yeah. So exactly. kind of like you start as a baby. 
So much more of your life, you've been holding a microphone surrounded by union crew than not. You know what? That's so funny. Yes. Either holding a mic, being mic'd for a set <laughs> in some way in front of a camera or utilizing, you know, the lights of the camera. It's so interesting. You're right. If, cause I'm, I'm, yeah, more than not, I've spent a lot of my time, you know, being an artist, but I also spent a lot of my time working on my personal life. You know, sure. I just recently got married last year, having my family. I feel like just as much as I put into my work, I do put into my family and building. So I always encourage people, you know, do, do your dream, but also make sure you live your dream too with the people you love. Yes, I say congratulations on that wedding. Uh, we Thank you. There's great photos online that we've seen at that wedding. It was. It was pretty iconic. We had like the best wedding ever. It was amazing, me and my husband. One, one thing I didn't know, and this is something, this is the second to last question I got for you. Sure. When you're an entertainer and somebody who's a great singer, who do you have sing at the wedding? Is it the first thing you think about or the last thing you think about who's singing at the wedding? Uh, I actually thought about that pretty early and my very good friend, Tevin Campbell, oh. sang at my wedding because we did Hairspray together. And Tevin and I have been friends since Hairspray. And I asked him, I called him and I was like, Tevin, I'm getting married. I would love for you to sing me, you know, sing while I come down the aisle with my, with my father. And he did. He sang um, Brown Eyed Girl. Uh, as I walked down the aisle, and he also at my reception saying, can we talk? And um, I'm ready. And I was just blown away because I'm like, who gets to have Tevin Campbell? Like that, that's like the little 11 year old in me was like, ah! I don't and then blame. also um, had Montel Jordan, who officiated our wedding. Uh, he also performed, this is how we do it at our reception. So as a singer, it was nice to take a break and have my awesomely talented friends jump in. So the wedding was in Atlanta at St. Regis, my husband too. Uh, he was just like, you've got some pretty cool friends, but he does too. So we just put it all together and made an amazing reception and amazing ceremony. The last question I got for you is kind of a stupid one, but uh, the fact that you've done Broadway, and you've done the music videos, mainstream pop career, and the acting. I get the vibe that you're chasing the EGOT, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Am I wrong? Absolutely. I am on the journey. I've been on Broadway, but only, you know, in one, you know, in that musical. But I can't wait to be in a role that gives me the opportunity to get that Tony, be in a role so I can get that Oscar, you know, the Emmy, the Grammy. The EGOT is literally, like, on my list of, like, what I want to do in my life. And even though I start, because I've been in the music business and the acting business and the theater business, and I mean, now I'm directing, it's, it's kind of a dream to even be able to go after something like that. And I think maybe in 20 more years, we'll talk again, and I would have had them. I'm hoping I talk to you again sooner than in 20 years. I know, right? We should But wait in the meantime... Years. Congratulations on this film. Congratulations on the addition of the family. Really looking forward to whatever's next, whether you're, you're singing, acting, directing, producing, whatever it is. Just keep up yeah. all the greatness, Atari. Thank you, Darren. I appreciate that. This was fun. Thank you so much for taking the time. Outro.
For example, most people think they're going to be anonymous when they learn how to navigate the high seas. Not in your case. When did you kind of realize that there was an alternate career path rather than just being, say, in the military, just being on a cruise ship, that kind of a thing? Um, honestly, I never really saw TV. I love my industry. It's a great industry. <laughs> I always say it actually changed my life. Um, you're shoulder to shoulder with the decision makers in the planet. People spend so much time trying to get next to the people that you're shoulder to shoulder with on the bridge, having, you know, a drink with and just like a normal conversation you're on holiday with. It's really incredible. And to be asked to be on a TV show because I didn't seek it. I was like on the fence. I didn't I wasn't going to do it. My friends are like, it'll ruin your career. Are you kidding me? Don't do it. And I thought I kept going back and forth and I thought it landed in my lap. Why not? I have everything to gain and nothing to lose. Outro cast.